I'm Damian Bulwa. Today on Fifth and Mission, after more than a year of lockdowns and what we now refer to as travel guilt, we're on the brink of a summer boom in tourism. With the lifting of pandemic restrictions in many places, and that includes California, which plans to fully reopen on June 15th, more than three quarters of Americans say they're ready to plan trips right now. Here with me today is Greg Thomas. He's the perfect person to ask about all of this. He's the Chronicle's lead reporter on travel and tourism. And if you're interested in the topic, please subscribe to the Chronicle's weekly travel newsletter. To sign up, just go to sfchronicle.com slash newsletters slash travel. Greg, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Damien? I'm good. Greg, I want to start by asking you about travel guilt. This is like a real thing and a real thing that's measured. It is. And it, it essentially refers to travel shaming, uh, which is something that we saw people doing to other people um, in person and online in particular, um, if they learned about people who were taking trips, going on vacations at a time when we were all supposed to be sheltering in place and on lockdown. And so normally you would see people posting about their adventures and their travels and their vacations on social media. And we really saw a massive drop off of that during the pandemic because people felt guilty about traveling. Um, or people didn't feel didn't travel at all because they felt guilty about traveling. And so what surveys are starting to show is that travel guilt is lessening and people are feeling more optimistic about taking trips. Yeah, I have definitely felt travel guilt. I was actually in Hawaii when the lockdowns went into place last March and I felt terrible and there was no more uh, there was no no more social media posting. Yeah, right. That's probably a good call. All right. So what other measures do people have? I mean, you're talking to a lot of analysts who are expecting this big boom this summer. How else are they are they measuring this? How else how do we know that everybody's gearing up? Yeah. So the 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 main source uh, of these indicators come from consumer reports and surveys. And so essentially those measure travel sentiment. And so it's a it's a, a way that we can try to discern how people are feeling, uh, how optimistic they're feeling, um, whether they're planning trips right now, whether they feel ready to travel in general, um, whether they have a trip planned. And so all of those indicators essentially have been uh, pointing towards a, a real rebound in travel heading into to this summer. But that obviously can't be good for prices, right? I mean, people are starting to feel like they waited too long, that now everybody's trying to travel and maybe they missed out on the good deals. I think that's right. I think that's right. Um, we saw a lot of good deals, particularly on flights, if we're talking about air travel, a lot of good deals on tickets um, during kind of the, uh, the, you know, the real guts of the pandemic. Um, and what we're seeing now is that there's all of this pent up demand. And as a result, uh, prices are going up. And that's one reason that that's happening is because airlines, um, which had to cut staff and reduce the number of flights and cut scheduling during the pandemic, are now just starting to gear up um, and sort of bring back staff and bring back flights. Um, but they're being met with all of this demand, all of these people who are feeling great about taking a summer vacation. And so prices are going through the roof. Um, I think there was a 10% uh, jump uh, in April in airfare prices over the previous month. Um, and this past month was, uh, I think there were 1.7 billion people passing through airports in the United States, uh, which is by far a record for this sort of 15 month pandemic period that we've seen. Uh, so yeah, their uh, air prices are going up. Um, and if you were if you were hoping to snag something cheap, you, you might've missed the window. Well, I was hoping to snag something cheap. My family and I, uh, Looked for something. Uh, the airfares were so high that we are going to be driving. 
Yeah, Hawaii. Were you hoping to go to Hawaii? Yeah, we were hoping to go to Hawaii, but I think we're going to be driving to, what do you think? Oregon, LA? What's your pleasure? I guess I would look to Oregon. I don't know if I'd want to go to LA right now. Um, with all due respect to LA, I mean, it's an awesome place, but I'm I'm personally looking at going places that are a little more remote, a little more low key. All right. Up into the Sierra for you. Correct. But okay, as we speak, though, it's it's May, Greg. We're not back to normal yet. We can't go anywhere we want. I mean, how does this shake out? We, we still don't know, do we, what's going to be open and what's not. And some things are not close to being open. Yeah, you know, so as we all know, June 15th is kind of this magical date when California is going to fully come back online. Um, a lot of the uh, pandemic health and safety protocols that we've seen in place, whether we're talking about mask wearing or social distancing or uh, limits and capacities uh, at certain venues, pretty much all of those are going to fall on June 15th. And so now really is the time to be to be traveling. I mean, we've had, uh, especially when we're talking about local travel, um, if you're talking about traveling, you know, internationally, that comes with a lot that's much more complicated just because different countries are still in different uh, periods of the, you know, sort of different periods of the pandemic. Um, and a lot of them are still grappling with outbreaks. There are travel bans um, that are expected to be lifted soon um, for United St- for American travelers in Europe. Um, but if we're talking about local travel, it's you know there's not a lot that is there is not a lot that's closed. Um, and it's uh, you know the uh, state officials uh, are urging Californians right now to start planning their trips. They're hoping that this summer. Uh, with the sort of resumption of leisure travel in particular, uh, we'll start to see sort of, you know, it'll help kind of jumpstart the economic recovery. All right. And you were talking about perhaps shorter trips. Is that what people are expecting? I know you've spent a lot of time writing about Tahoe in the last year and the boom there, but are we expecting places like that to see a lot of tourists? In all of the research that I've seen, uh, just like last summer where more people were traveling locally, uh, avoiding flights, avoiding those, you know, bigger uh, sort of bucket list international destination trips. We're starting. We're we're still seeing a lot of people stay locally. So last summer, uh, there was kind of this boom locally for a lot of tourism destinations, even as uh, you know wineries and hotels and uh, other kind of big venues and attractions were closed for uh, different periods during the pandemic. There were still tourists flooding into some of the high-profile destinations around California, um, and it's expected that that's going to continue this summer. And so we're going to see a lot of people going to parks, a lot of people going to beaches, a lot of people camping, a lot of people going to um, kind of places that are known for their natural scenic beauty where people can kind of get outdoors. So that's Tahoe, that's Yosemite, that's uh, Napa and Sonoma wine country. Uh, those are the places that we've seen people going and that we're going to continue to see people going. All right, Greg, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I want to ask you about San Francisco, which has its own challenges as a tourist destination. We'll be right back on Fifth and Mission. We'll be right back after a short break. You can support Fifth and Mission and the newsroom that creates it by signing up for unlimited Chronicle access at sfchronicle.com slash pod. Welcome back to Fifth and Mission. I'm Damian Bulwa, joined by Chronicle reporter Greg Thomas. He covers tourism and travel for the paper. Greg, let's talk about San Francisco. I mean, this is obviously one of the world's greatest tourist destinations. 
But the pandemic has brought challenges to the city that aren't going to be resolved this summer, right? That's right. So when the pandemic hit, the tourism industry worldwide really cratered. um, And that was certainly true in California. And if you look at the top tourism destinations in California, you're talking about uh, what are called the gateway cities, San Francisco, Los Angeles, San Diego. Um, And even though San Francisco has been very aggressive since the beginning um, in terms of its health and safety protocols, uh, it, you know, it's, it's sort of been slow, I think, slower than some places um, that have been more lax about those protocols uh, in sort of removing and stripping back those restrictions. Um, and I think partially as a result of that and partially just as a result of fewer international travelers coming to California, we're just seeing a slower rebound in, in San Francisco um, and these other, these other major urban areas in California. And obviously a lot of conventions in San Francisco, are those coming back? Yeah, those are coming back more slowly. They are slated to return to some of the big uh, venues like Moscone Center in San Francisco in the fall. Um, and and the city is already lining up some of those. Uh, but that's that's a long ways away. And business events, conventions, conferences uh, account for a major source of tourism revenue to the city. Um, it obviously props up hotels and uh, restaurants and all kinds of businesses in sort of downtown in Soma in San Francisco. And without those, uh, it's just going to be, it's, it's going to really uh, put a lid on the, uh, the recovery for, for San Francisco in particular. A lot of places are, are struggling like San Francisco. The governor, Gavin Newsom, has talked about stimulus. What is he doing? Uh, how much money is he putting toward this? And, and, and how is he trying to boost tourism? Yeah, in his new proposed budget, uh, Governor Newsom has set aside $95 million to essentially beef up uh, promotions, uh, promotional campaigns to try to get people to return to California, to try to bring back those international travelers that are kind of lagging right now. So we fully expect to see a lot of in-state residents in California traveling in-state in California. Uh, but what are what what is has been slower to come back are these international travelers. And that's really a bigger, a much bigger slice of the pie in terms of uh, tourism spending and revenue generation. And so that's uh, the the money that Newsom is setting aside is to try to get those people stoked about returning to California sooner rather than later. But what about coming out of the pandemic and the fact that a lot of people are struggling? We've been in a in a jobs recession. Is that going to stifle travel at all? We haven't seen that locally here in California. Um, since the start of the pandemic, we've seen people uh, we've seen people continue to travel, um, and they haven't been necessarily in the volumes that we've seen previously. Uh, but there are so many people in California, and there are so many places to go um, that we've just we we haven't seen that kind of major drop off. Um, and you know, as as things continue to reopen, I think we're just going to continue to see uh, more people traveling locally in California. And so it's hard to imagine um, that the recession is going to have, you know, a huge impact on that tourism industry here. All right, Greg, I want to ask you about your travel plans this summer. I apparently, based on your recommendation, am going to Oregon. Um, so I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> if it's, Where if are it's you between going? Oregon and LA, I, I guess, I get, you know, I, I would take Oregon. Um, <laughs> I'm going to do what I've been talking about and, and mostly stay local. Um, my circumstances are, are maybe a little bit unique in that my wife and I recently had our firstborn child. And so, you know, it's, it's, uh, it would be hard to plan uh, a major trip with an infant anyway, but, uh, you know, I'm just personally not really not ready to take one of those big international trips. 
Um, I'm much more looking forward to staying local here in Northern California. There's so many awesome things to do, especially if you're into the outdoors, whether you're into hiking, camping, beaches, um, and just kind of getting away, finding, you know, finding your, your own kind of remote corner. Uh, there are so many of those here in California that I'm looking forward to hanging out here. All right. Well, thanks, Greg, for coming on. And also, congratulations. Thanks very much. Thanks very much, Damien. Thanks to my guest today, Chronicle reporter Greg Thomas. If you're interested in more on this topic, please subscribe to the Chronicle's weekly travel newsletter. To sign up, go to sfchronicle.com slash newsletters slash travel. Thanks also to the producers of this episode, Cecilia Lay and King Kaufman. And thank you for listening. <laughs>